Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I am your host, AJ, with my co-host, Eric. How's it going, brother? What's going on, AJ, with your announcer voice? Welcome, everyone, to Brothers of the Dram podcast. You know, I noticed when I edit these podcasts, I always start off like that. I start off, like, very uh, boisterous in my voice, and then mm-hmm. it just fizzles out. And then it fizzles out into annoying voice. AJ I voice. I wouldn't say annoying. I would just say it's not the announcer voice anymore. Oh, okay, yeah. Not the so you introduce with the announcer and then you just cut it off right after that. Yeah, I just fade into the, you know, to the background. Okay. You know. Not bad. Yes, well, sir. Announcer, happy uh new week and a new topic to talk about, uh, several new topics. Um but before we start, what are you sipping on, sir? I am sipping on Scotty Pippen's Digits Bourbon, which is 46% oh. ABV. I had it on the, on the shelf. Um, yeah. I actually used it on one of our story posts recently where we have the Stormtrooper uh, decanter. And listeners, if you're not following us on Instagram, at Brothers of the Dram, we do polls. We want your advice. We want your opinions on things. And mm-hmm. I want to know what bourbon should we put inside of the Stormtrooper decanter. And yes. that was one of the options on there. So since I already had it out, I said, you know what? I'm going to pour it in a glass with one big ass rock because nice. it's kind of hot. kind of hot right now. So I just need a little rock, a little chill. Okay. Chill bourbon. Cool. What about yeah. you? And thank you, everyone. Before I move, uh, move on to what I'm drinking, thank you for everyone who participated in that poll. We had a lot of engagement. AJ does like to hear your guys' opinion. I also like mm. to hear your guys' opinion. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's very fun to see what, uh, as a community, people prefer, what people like, what kind of things are recommending to us so we love it and we thank you very much for that really good stuff should we say which bourbon won since we're already talking about the post sure why not drum roll please so we had four options we had the russell's reserve tenure old granddad 114 knob creek small batch and digit scotty pippen yes um Digits and lost. We each had our <laughs> yes. Di- I was. I would assume that it would have lost. But you and I also had our own preference, right, AJ? You, uh, you, you had a choice, and I had a choice on on what to uh, to pick as well. We did. Which, which one did we pick? I don't know which one you picked. I I picked Knob Creek. Knob Creek, and I believe I picked. What did I pick? What the? You first you say you don't know what I picked, and now you don't even know what you picked. I know what I picked, but I just forgot. So you don't know what you picked if you forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Got to tell you right now. Hang on. Let me pull it up. Let me know. Let me, I'll tell you right now. Hang on, 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 hang on. Let me know. I'm pulling, I'm pulling it up right now, dude. Okay, Eric picked Russell's Reserve Tenure. There you go. There yeah. you go. See? You know, what? I, you know what? I did not pick Knob Creek. Hang on. I'm looking at the list right now. Shit. Oh, my. Okay, and you're giving me crap for it dude okay so i picked i'm one of the losers i picked scotty pippen's digits probably because i just want to get rid of the bottle well you don't have to tell the listeners that everyone already knows you're a loser this little you know maybe one day we'll get through an episode without you being a shit talker no not gonna but happen the one i wanted to put in there was knob creek because i love knob creek bourbon 
But the mm-hmm. winner, okay, Eric, now I'll hit them with the drum roll. Old Granddad 114. Whoa. Interesting. And it only, it barely won. It barely beat out Knob Creek. Uh, Old Granddad got 36% votes. And Knob Creek, Small Batch, got 33%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know it was close for a minute. It was, it was, not close, tied. I know it was tied for a while. And I was like, man, is this going to end in a tie? And it did not end in a tie. Yeah, we had a few voters last minute that came in to, uh, Put old granddad in the lead. Yeah, that was a good poll, man. Good one. Now you can fill up that stormtrooper of yours. I will. We will post it on the gram. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then I also know that you uh, you made a post making fun of the way I pour my Jack and Cokes, and I don't appreciate that. Well, see, you now re- reminder for and for the listeners and Eric and everyone, I'm the positive one. Eric is the shit talking guy. Eric, was, <laughs> Eric loves putting people down and talking shit. So I was not making fun of Eric. I was just sharing how he enjoys his Jack and Coke. I don't like to put people down, AJ. Cor- make a correction on that one. I like to give people shit. I don't like to put them down. Well, you know what? When you give okay. me shit, you, you put me down, dude. You that's because you're soft, dude. <laughs> okay, Kobe. Kobe. Okay, okay Kobe. Kobe. Style. You're soft. Shit. Dude, you're soft like Charmin, bro. Get out of here. Man, you're the that's one not, complaining. That's an actual direct quote from kobe soft like charman soft like charman anyways what's in your glass bro in my glass i was actually gifted and as some of you may know or may not know uh this past week it was my birthday and somebody uh actually gifted me a clyde's may bottle which uh i enjoy it's a very good whiskey it's an alabama style whiskey um 42.5 percent abv and that's what I'm sipping on today. Cracked open a bottle. It was a little bottle. It wasn't. It's not a full bottle. It's a 375. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm a fan of that whiskey. It's good. There's nothing wrong with the 375. So listeners, if you're out there now, granted, you're going to pay a little more cost per ounce. It's going to be a little more for a 375. But if you're big into whiskey or you have a bar and you're low on room, mm-hmm. come to 375. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing I am a huge fan of 375s. I never thought about anything being wrong about that, but AJ is reassuring me that there is nothing wrong about that. And it's a cute little bottle, you know, if it's, you know, I kind of have big hands, so it fits nicely in my hand. And um, guys, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Well, some people say that they're not fans of them because, for example, let's say you're going to get the Metallica Blackened mm-hmm. and you're going to buy the 375 for, I believe it's around 40 bucks, um, but they can get the full 750. For like 45, 50 bucks. So it's like five, ten dollars more. Might as well double five dollar difference. Depending on where you go, five, ten dollar difference. Yes. Holy crap. So that's why I'm saying, but I'm saying like space wise, there's nothing wrong with the 375. Now nothing. that price is not the same across the board for everything, mm-hmm. but just an example. I mean, if it's a five dollar difference, dude, I would say skip on the 375 for sure. But I get it. Space, like you said, nothing wrong with it, guys. Usually when I buy my liqueurs, my mixers, for example, the Midori, Hypnotic, um, X-Rated, something around those lines, um, mm-hmm. I try to get the 375s because using it for mixed drink, usually you're using about an ounce to an ounce and a half, depending on what you're yeah. making. So if you get the mixed parts, like the liqueurs, it's going to take up so much space in your bar. Oh, yeah. So I, that makes sense. Even though, I'm, even though I'm saving like five, ten bucks only, but it's, yeah, I'm going to have it for a while. So for me, yeah. it's worth it. 
Yeah, for that, it makes a lot of sense. Because then in the end, you actually might have to throw it away because it probably gets expired since you don't use it as often or you don't drink it as often. So that makes sense for sure for the liqueurs, uh, it's for not the gonna mixers. Ex- it's not going to expire, dude. Um, None? Something like, something like Bailey's will expire because it's cream-based. Okay. But the other liqueurs, well, then it'll expire. But the other liqueurs, like liqueur, uh-huh. no, it's not cream-based, they're not going to oh. expire. But it will. some will expire. If you're going to get some that's cream-based, Oh, okay. Like Bailey. So then my statement was still correct? Uh, it's going to be a long episode. It's going to be such a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have me on a good one, AJ. Dude, and, and I saw Eric this weekend. We hung out this weekend, and I'm like, dude, I think I had enough Eric, and here we are again. And here we are. You can't, you, are. you'll always come back. you always come back. It's like an and- abusive relationship. And you just keep coming back for more. Oh my God, dude, you're making me sound <laughs> like I'm terrible. How dare you? I'm a good time, dude. Are, are, reassure the, the listeners, please, that I'm a good time. Okay, okay. Eric, when we went over to his house this weekend, we had a little, you know, couple of uh, him and his wife and me and my wife, we went over mm-hmm. and, uh, and Eric, I cooked for you. Well, I was about to say that, bro. Okay. Can, I get, can I compliment you? Yes. Go can ahead, I compliment sorry. you? My apologies. Okay, so his wife made us amazing dinner with mashed potatoes. Then she prepped some asparagus for us, got some shrimp, prepped that. And then Eric grilled some New York steaks on the grill with the asparagus. And uh, did you do the shrimp on the grill? Or was yep. that in shrimp the was on the grill too? Okay, so yeah, we did that on the grill. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I provided a very nice Zinfandel from Paso Robles that mm-hmm. paired very nicely with the steak. But Eric is a good Honestly. guy. He made dinner, we ate outside. You know, just, we're, we're family. So mm-hmm. family hanging out together. Yeah, thank Eric you. Good guy. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate that. Thank you for and, the reassurance. And then just to reassure you even more, um, mm-hmm. his wife makes the best espresso martinis. Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving on. Reassured me even more on my character. Thank you for that. <laughs> my wife and her martinis. Very, very good. Um, anyways. Moving on. Moving on. Why don't we go uh, and talk about our first topic today? You know, since we were talking about the best espresso martini, we should probably talk about the, the new best. best whiskey in the world. The new champion. New champ. Coming the new through. world's best bourbon, according to the New York Wine and Spirits Competition. Now, this is a brand I'm not too familiar with, AJ. I'm assuming maybe you would know. Have you ever heard of them? No, I have not, surprisingly. Oh, you have not. I believe they're relatively new as well. Oh, they are. I believe so. Okay. Well... This brand uh, won, and I guess it was a surprise um, for the New York uh, World Wine and Spirits Competition, which is, I believe, on its 13th year uh, since its establishment, where, you know, they judge. It's in the East Coast, obviously, um, and they they judge. Uh, the judges are predominantly from the New York area, so it's East Coast um, sort of uh, uh, ranking. But they have, you know, the platinum, the double gold, the gold, the silver, and the bronze. And I think we've talked about some spirits that we've tasted in the past that have won these awards. But apparently this one was a big surprise and nobody saw it coming. And this is from a brand called 15 Stars. And in particular, more in particular, it was their fine aged rye edition that won the competition last month. So batch uh, number batch number one, the first batch of it. Batch number one, correct. So I've never heard of it. 
and now I'm intrigued. Now I really want to go and try it. I don't even know if it's available in our area, but um, I don't remember seeing it. And I don't know if you remember seeing it, AJ. Have you ever seen it around, out and about before? I've heard of two stars bourbon before, and I've had that, but I've never seen or heard of 15 stars. Mm, and I don't know okay. I don't know if they're associated. Based on the bottle, what it looks like, I don't think they are associated, but just, you know, what I've, what I've had. Yeah, and it's 105 proof, so it's a little bit on the stronger side, but it's supposed to have like a, uh, a mixture of, of spices and dried fruit and honey um, on the palate. So it sounds really tasty to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'd be willing to uh, pick up a bottle if the price point is not too bad. Now, if I do a quick little search and I look it up and I'm not, I am not too happy about it. We're looking at total wine. Uh-huh. We're looking at $83.99. Yeah. So that's out of your range for what you like to spend on whiskey. Mm-hmm. But if it's the new best in the world per the New York uh, World Wine and Spirits competition. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make you like, okay, maybe I should go beyond my $50 max range. It doesn't fully convince me. It makes me think about it a little bit more. And maybe if I run into it and I have the funds that, um, you know, where I can just be like, you know, what, I can I can splurge a little. Then maybe I would. But I'd rather have you buy it and then I'll try it. <laughs> it seems like that's what you always want to do, because when we actually review the whiskey, Every whiskey that we reviewed was for me. That is true, but we do have some whiskey that I gave you that we still need to review. I'm waiting, dude. I have them in the little sample jars. So we have we have that. So let me um, let me let you know when that's going to happen, and we'll review my whiskeys that I provided you, AJ. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm still waiting. Okay, so a little bit more on 15 stars. I'm going to read a little excerpt, excerpt from their website so we uh, see what's going on with, with 15 stars because some of you might not know, just like us, who they are. So a little bit about them. Um, I'm going to read this. So it says, at 15 stars, we take pride in producing outstanding aged whiskey. We meticulously craft all our products using only the finest quality materials. This includes selective sourcing fine aged whiskeys, marrying different mash bills, and aged stocks to add complexity, distilling rare and unique proprietary grains, barrel entry proofs as low as 103, and flavor proofing at bottling for a superior neat drinking experience. That was a long ass sentence. Sparing no expense or effort in our pursuit for great whiskey, we only bottle whiskeys that meet our highest standards. So um, they really uh, take pride in their uh, craftsmanship and their uh, the way of doing things. So they're Kentucky uh, distillers, and they seem to be a traditional type of um, brand and uh, company that uses the traditional techniques to bring you the finest whiskeys. So that makes me, makes me even more intrigued. So now are you willing, willing to spend the 85 bucks? No. Oh, okay. Not there yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's getting uh, it's just moving the needle a little bit for me, but it's not there. I mean, are you willing to do it? Um, I am. But my issue is I have so much whiskey that when I'm trying to unbox my boxes, I ran out of room on the new whiskey shelving, six shelves that I bought. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to hold off on buying whiskey for a while unless something's like I must have. Mm-hmm. And, and that's easy. That's easy. We just what do we do to get you to buy AJ? 
put a, we wave a little <laughs> sticker. We put a little sticker. Limited right? edition. A little shiny limited edition <laughs> sticker, and you're ready to buy again. Dude, exactly. You, you and I went to Bedmo together. And yes. we saw the Jack Daniels Bonded Rye, which I do not have in my Jack Daniels collection yet. And did I buy it? No, because I told you not to. But th- I didn't ask you if you told me or not to. Whatever. <laughs> my question was, did I buy it? You were uh, about to, and I said, AJ, don't do it. That's not the question. Oh. Was I'm going to edit all this out. I'll just get edited out. No, this is real. We're not being polite. We're starting we're to starting be real. To get real. Yes, this is the real world. So don't edit that out. Did I buy it? You did not. Okay, that's all I need. That's all I need. Yes or no question. Okay. I did not buy it. Okay, fine. Because I have, I have a, a ton of whiskey that not only do I have a ton of whiskey, but we got to review all this, dude. It's going to take years for us to review all this oh, whiskey. Oh, boy. You mean we're going to do this for years? Uh, until we get tired of it because we do it for fun. Holy Jesus. Or we're too drunk. One of the two. Oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, buddy. Anyways. Moving on. Uh, 15... 15 stars won, got 95 out of 100 points at the competition. So double gold. They also won double gold in San Francisco, which is awesome. And double platinum at the Ascot Awards. Ascot? Ascot. Ascot. What are the Ascot I, Awards? I don't know. I've never heard of them before, to be honest. I know that we've talked about the San Francisco Awards before in a previous episode, but not the Ascot Awards. Ascot. Interesting. I think it's like an international, an international competition, maybe. I know it'd be wrong. I would think international would be more competitive. If anyone knows, please let us know. It's the American Spirits Council of Tasters. That's what it is. uh, They probably do. I wonder if they do more than just like alcohol. Because it's tasters. I don't know. Maybe we should look more into that. Yeah, but um, yeah, very uh reputable brand that I had no idea uh, of, and that's that's cool, that's exciting, and uh, I look forward to one day perhaps getting my hands on a bottle or at least a taste. If anybody has one who would like to send it over, please feel free. <laughs> this guy always trying to get free shit from our listeners. Always what the heck? That What's is not true, AJ. I haven't received a thing from any listener. That's not true. I didn't say you receive them. I said always trying. Trying. Well, persistent beats persuasion, dude. <laughs> Get rich or die trying. What can I say? I don't know. What can you say? That's it. That's all I have to say. Well, if I see the bottle, I would consider it, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I do like rye. Rye is some good whiskey. I'm, I'm a fan of rye whiskey, so it, it might be tempting. Well, yeah. Yeah, especially after all this, you know, that I've learned about it. So I'd definitely be interested in taking a gander. But anyways, let's move on to our our next topic, a little bit more about the racing situation, the Formula One thing that's been a disaster in Vegas. If any of you follow Vegas news or anything like that, it is a complete disaster. It's almost to the point where you, from here on on out, for 10 years, because I think it's a 10-year contract with Formula One in Vegas, they're already setting up for what is it in November or December? I think it's in November, the race. Or it could be December. Anyways, they're already setting up. So it's already a shit show. They're blocking all the views. If you want to go to the Bellagio and see the fountains, you're blocked. Gone. They're building, they're building the grandstands. So, I mean, it's going to be cool for the race. But right now, as a tourist, as a visitor, dude, I mean, it's their first year. They're probably trying to get it right. 
Don't go to Vegas right now, man. Well, I'm going to go a little to Fremont. Okay, yeah, Fremont might be worth it. But a little tangent here real quick, and I'm just going to cover this real quickly. But Vegas is a mess right now. You're talking about the construction. You can't drive anywhere. They're putting up the, the bleacher stands already, mm-hmm. so it's blocking your views of the hotels and all the stuff mm-hmm. they like to see. Uh, the volcano at the Mirage you can't even see anymore. But they mm-hmm. also had a huge hacker group recently that hacked the whole um, Caesars and MGM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I believe Caesars paid them, so they're, they went up and running back to normal. MGM said, screw you guys. They shut down all their systems, and they're rebuilding a brand new platform. So Vegas is a hot mess. Yeah, it's a mess right now, for sure. But we'll see what happens for Formula One and see if it's a success when they actually race on race day and how many people stay and you know how much revenue comes from it. But whiskey brands are already taking advantage of that not necessarily because they're coming to vegas but in general because you did you also had mentioned or we've posted and talked about a little bit about the uh the jack daniels edition yeah the mclaren the mclaren edition and now uh whistle pig has a new single barrel ride that is formula one inspired and they're coming out with this limited release called the piggyback legends series so it's supposed supposed to be a fan favorite it's supposed to be a, a a nice bottle and it's they teamed up with alfa romero from uh formula one team i don't know if you do you watch formula one i think i've asked you before did you watch formula one uh, you did ask me before and i do not watch formula one i tried getting into it and mm-hmm. i picked team uh mercedes because i like hamilton driving um yeah that's as far as i got okay well alfa romero is like a i guess an italian luxury car manufacturer so i i i, I don't know that they have a team because uh, I don't know a lot about Formula One either, but I don't know if they have a team on Formula One like Red Bull and Mercedes and all that. But they must have because they're collaborating with them and creating this uh, Whistle Pig uh, Rye Edition, which is pretty cool. I think yeah. um, you're on a big Rye bo- fan. On the bottle actually says Alfa Romero F1 team. So I would say they do have a team. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, it's a... It's not that different of a bottle, is it, AJ, from, from Whistle Pig's other usual bottles? It's the same shape. As long as you're not talking about the Hog Boss, which is like their top-tier $500 bottle, it's the same as all the others. Okay. The label is a little different, though. The label has like a... What's that thing that they put on cars to make them... Was it graphite? To make them lighter? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Carbon it's, fiber. Thank you. The label does have carbon fiber like design on it. But the shape of the bottle and everything else is the same. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I guess they're going to come out with three different types. So I know the last one is inspired by, and I'm going to I'm going to say this very incorrectly, but Zhou Ganyu, who is, a, who is the first Chinese Formula One driver, that's going to be their third iteration of this uh, single barrel, uh, which is pretty cool. So they're not coming out just with one. But they're coming out with three, which is uh, a nice, a nice one. I think another one is a nod to um, Valtteri Bottas, whose racing number was seventy-seven, and it, it's uh, it's a nod to like the the precision of racing, which might be a quote that he might have. So that's going to be the second one. So it's pretty cool. They're kind of you know paying homage to drivers and teams and stuff. It's it's uh, I like it because the Jack Daniels wasn't really. Was it in? It was with McLaren, right? So they're part. That's Correct. a team too. Yes. Okay. So I guess every team is getting their sponsors and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. 
we'll see. I know. Uh, Jet Daniels has like their own, like they have their racing coat they have for marketing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be great if they start selling because they sell like the little NASCAR cars that you can collect if you're a fan of the drivers or the team, whatever. And I even have like a, even though I'm not a NASCAR fan, I have a NASCAR Jack Daniels one. Yeah. If they come out with like Formula One cars and they have like a whistle pig car and then they have a Jack Daniels car from these collaborations that they're doing. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Speaking of NASCAR, uh talladega i believe is uh, i'm gonna go off topic a little bit talladega nights talladega is i believe this upcoming weekend shake and and bake baby yes aj yes (laughs) they actually got one is it wonder bread old spice and wonder bread to sponsor two cars so there's gonna be the cars from the movie are gonna be racing uh in talladega this weekend Okay, I was just talking shit because I don't know anything about NASCAR, but I know the movie, so that's why I said mm-hmm. Shake and Bake. I did not know that they were actually going to have the racing teams from the movie in that. Now, that is yeah. awesome. The sponsors. The sponsors oh, on sponsors. the sponsors. Either way, that's yeah. awesome. I like yeah. it. Yeah, and that's cool. So, the anyways, is, is Will Ferrell going to show up, though? Is he? Oh, be- I don't know about that. He might. Knowing mm-hmm. him, he might do something, some kind of weird appearance in character. I mean, it's kind of a big deal because it's like, whoa, this is, uh, you know, this is this is like... I don't know if they've ever done it, like actually uh, put those cars in on, you know, on the track with the the logos and stuff like paying homage to the movie. But sounds exciting. Have you ever seen Tell the Digging Nights? Of course. Okay. Come on. Just making sure. Just asking. Just asking, bro. Come on now. Asking. Anyways, um, so back to uh, the Whistle Pig. They um, they're doing a lot of collaboration right now, and they've actually collaborated with uh mlb or not mlb but uh former baseball player big poppy ah david ortiz so they've um they've collaborated with him and they've also collaborated with who else did they collaborate with um osborne what brothers osborne you know who that is brothers osborne is that a band that is, I have, uh, that is a group, a country group. Country music duel. Okay, so I was close enough. You're close enough. So uh, the Pig Whistle's collaborating. They're making things happen. I feel like collaboration is, a, is, a, is starting to, I don't know if there's like a rule change and stuff and sport because now, you know, they're sponsoring golf. And I think they weren't allowed, I think like hard liquors were not allowed to sponsor. I think in baseball, is it base or soccer? And I think now they're allowed. So I think these um, spirits are, they're uh, allowing them to expand further and sponsor further. So I think that's why we're seeing more of it. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I just feel like I'm seeing more of it these days. I think a lot of what's happening is you have these big names that started getting into the alcohol industry. And they start coming out with their own brands. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, what's the name? All right, all right, all right. What's the guy's name? Help oh. me out here. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. Like Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. McConaughey came out with his whiskey. Which he brand. stole that from Jim Morrison, AJ. Oh, oh, from oh, the doors. Oh, that oh. all right, all right, all hey, right. Hey, There's don't a... don't be don't don't take offense to it. It's okay. He's standing himself, AJ. Oh, okay. It's okay, Eric. We're not There's, talking about it. Okay. Con- let me explain. Breathe. Let me explain. Breathe. <sighs> okay. There's a concert. Where Jim Morrison goes, all right, all right, all right, all right. And some of you Doors fans probably know what I'm talking about. I believe it's their their actual live concert uh, 
record or whatever their official release live concert but um matthew mcconaughey say how he stole that not he didn't admit to stealing from him but he admitted like he got it from him he's like oh i heard jim morrison say all right all right all right five times and he like made up this story about how he cut it down to three times but anyways that's where matthew mcconaughey got that from you feel better now yeah are you glad you got that off your chest oh yeah a lot better thank you for that i appreciate it I, I I'm here for you, bro. I do it for the people. Thank you. For so the- back back to what I was saying is that you have these big names making you know come out with their own alcohol. You know you have MJ's uh, uh, tequila. You have even uh, Kevin Hart has his own now. You have uh, The Rock with his own. And what's happening is people who are fans of these actors and athletes, they're buying them just because of the name behind it. So I think yeah. that's why it's coming so big now. Because remember the bottom line of anything, I don't care if it's sports music or whatever it's all about money because that's the bottom line that's the bottom line because stone cold said so aj said so wow the age is important here no you're just stone cold so i think that's why people are now even getting bigger with collaboration and people like the mlb and formula one they're open to it because it's all sponsorship yeah. and i guarantee you're gonna see whistle pig advertisement jack daniels advertisement at the formula one race in vegas probably i wouldn't be surprised at all yeah, I actually would expect it. So, yeah, maybe that's it. Or maybe they realize, hey, all you guys are trying to make your own whiskeys and they suck. They suck for the most part. So just collaborate with us who really know how to make these things. And we'll sponsor you. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe but look at the ASAP Rocky uh, whiskey that we had. That was bad. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. yeah, let's not talk about that. OK, let's not talk about that. So me, I'm a fan of Def Leppard. And Def Leppard came out mm-hmm. with uh, two different kind of gins. And I bought them to put on my collection shelf just because I'm a fan of the band. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if the Doors came out with alcohol, which obviously they're not around anymore, but let's say they were. Yeah. I'm sure you would buy it just because, you know, Jim Morrison's behind it. Oh, for sure. I even made, uh, when I was in school, graphic design school, I made a label, a wine label, a Doors wine label of what I think it would look like. I'd have to find it somewhere to show you but i even designed a whole like wine bottle label for a doors wine see Mm -hmm. that's because you're a fan of the band and that's probably why now all these things are coming out with the marketing and advertisements and collaborations yeah because you bet i'd buy a whiskey if it was doors related for sure for sure i mean i did the metallica the metallica when i was all over it see okay i think metallica has to go in a different bracket because their bourbon it's actually fucking good. It is. I love black and whiskey. And listeners, we've talked, we've already did two full episodes on black and so I'm not gonna get in much detail. Yeah. But if and you if have you haven't not- listened to them, go back because they're they're cool. They're fun and they were they were in person. We got together in person. Yes. For one of them, we were in person, the other one we were mm-hmm. not, but yes, we were in person for it. But you gotta get black in and put it on your whiskey shelf. I don't care if it's the regular black in, I don't care if it's the 72 seasons, I don't care if it's the Willet. I don't care if it's the uh, shoot. There's two others I cannot think of off the top of my head right now. But I don't care which one it is. Get black and whiskey. Just get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do it. Do it. Bacardi and Coke. Do it. All right, my brother. Is there anything else you want to say about this episode before we close it out? Nope. That's gonna be it, AJ. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We have a good time per usual, and um, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. So before we close out, oh. some more, one more thing I got to say. One more thing I oh, say. I'm sorry. I was already closing out. I'm done. 
Okay, okay you could be done. I'm not done. I remember okay. I'm the editor, so I can I can make this go for another hour if I want to. Keep two. it going. Oh shit! I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it going. Yeah, I'm not going. No, because that's another hour of editing, so I'm not doing that. Okay, but. I just want to say one more time, going back to what we said in the beginning of the podcast, a huge thank you to all of our followers on Instagram. If you're not already following us at Brothers of the Dram, um, you are a huge help in this poll because sometimes, like I mentioned, I have so much whiskey, I don't know where to put in my decanters. So I'm happy that people were able to collaborate with me and we're going to put in the old granddad 114. And thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I'll be starting my uh, infinity bottle and I'll be asking for everyone's advice as well. So stay tuned for that. Wait, wait. How are you going to ask for advice on an infinity bottle? I mean, not infinity bottle. A uh, The one where you pour all kinds of shit on it. That's an infinity bottle. Why would you need help with that? What should I pour in it? Mother- what, will, what will make it good? So there's a, there's a podcast we have, right? Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Brothers of the Dram. Mm-hmm. And on the podcast, we talked specifically about an infinity bottle. And with an infinity bottle, every single whiskey you own, Dude, you pour you're being one ounce, pour one right ounce of that bottle into there. So I don't understand what the question will be. The question will be like, which, what, what at one ounce should I pour? It's an infinity, infinity bottle. bottle. You pour every single, one. every whiskey you own, dude. Every whiskey you own is what you pour in your infinity bottle. What if I don't want to do that? It's, then you're not doing an infinity bottle. You're making an air creation. Good. All right, this guy. So the only thing I'm going to say is, since we're talking about infinity bottles, you put your scotches in one infinity bottle, and then all the other ones, talk about your Indian whiskey, your Irish whiskey, your Canadian whiskey, your bourbon, your Tennessee whiskey, you name it, goes in the other one. The only thing you do not put in any infinity bottle is flavored whiskey. Now, to each his own, if you want to do that, go for it. That's not AG's advice, because flavored whiskey is going to definitely overpower the mixture that's going to happen with your other good bourbon. And I don't think many people would want to put an ounce of, for example, uh, King Alexander III mixed with Crown Royal Apple. <laughs> that's not really a good combination. So going back to Eric's question about what should you put in his infinity bottle, you take your bottle, you put one ounce of every single bottle in there. That's why it's called an infinity bottle. Mm-hmm. You done? You triggered me. I'm done. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, well thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening <laughs> to AJ's yapping here at the end. We'll catch you on the next one. I was not yapping. I was sharing information for the people because apparently my own co-host does not know what an infinity bottle is, even though we talk uh-huh. about it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. The best kind of whiskey that you like to drink is the whiskey you drink yourself. But if it's an infinity bottle, you have to say what I, you have to do what I say because this is what an infinity bottle is. The best kind of whiskey is what you like to drink and how you like to drink it. Mm-hmm. Cheers. But not if it's an infinity bottle. You do it this way. Oh, God. Pace. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.